love in my heart that you would never find. See, niggas scared of they demons. I make friends with mines. I might have been the truth, but I never lied. I need something to feel alive when I'm dead inside. All my personal issues I'm learning to set aside. Cause I planted the seed and niggas came with pesticides. Give y'all my testimony, but never would testify. Well, buy lunch for the reaper to see who knows. My Lord. My Lord. Yo, 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 yo. It's JP on the LWN podcast. Follow me. The Diary of the Strong Black People. We back in the rabbit hole. I got my boy B. Jizzle. Girl. <laughs> wow. Let's go, man. Yes, sir. And then I have the wonderful Mother Mayla. What's up, y'all? I forgot. I got to make sure I don't have to change it up from my favorites because, you know. Yeah, I was waiting on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to be careful. You know, you called me out on that. But mm-hmm. it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that I bring on, it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're all my favorites. Hmm. <laughs> Everybody that come on, I choose because they are my favorite person. I hear that. Man, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever. Hey, man. How everything been going, my guy? It's good, man. Uh, just working. Uh, doing the push-ups. Working out. Same old stuff, man. My, uh, my younger. My younger. Just had to. His first birthday party this past Saturday. It was a little great event, man. He enjoyed himself. I'm glad to that. In the car, that nigga was out. Oh, yeah, he was yawning. He was yawning uh, at the table. Yeah, he was out. But uh, I appreciate everybody who came out, supported, and uh, on to the other one. Yes, sir. Mm. Well, everything good like it's supposed to be. Everything <laughs> <laughs> good, man. You know, I'm glad everybody together, man. You know. Hold on, dog. Hold on. How are you? Huh? How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm about to stop my vacay. Okay. You know, Monday. Hot boy summer. You know, nah, nah, hot boy summer, man. <laughs> you know, I just, I just want, I just need a break. I need oh, a time out. In the beginning, you, you you was calling a hot boy summer. Now you just saying, nah, it ain't that. I ain't gonna front, bro. I looked outside and it's a little too hot. So you just saying inside. Listen, sometimes you, you gotta, don't want to get dark. Nah, 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 nah. Team, man. Listen, man, I ain't even gonna front, boy. I looked outside, man. It ain't safe out there no more, boy. Listen here, boy. You got, the house is where it's safe at. I mean, yeah. Back in the head of uh, that UPS truck, boy. I ain't nothing but the oven. Mm. Ain't no, boy. I be sweating down, dog. My lord. It ain't, it ain't no trees on that part, boy. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no trees in that part, boy. I'm talking about, hey, man, listen. No, what trailer is that? Boy, my compressor belt, uh, the compressor belt popped off the other day. Mm. I'm not about to let you get away with it. You my bird. That belt, that belt popped the other day. I'm talking about instantly. No more Freon flowing through it. None. Mm. That shit went from cold to heat immediately. Sweat bullets. <laughs> but, hey, and it, it didn't stop when I was in the line. It stopped when I was in the line. So I ain't even got my belt. I ain't even got my box yet. So I'm waiting mm. for the box. And that shit just popped. So you can see when it popped, mm. the smoke coming from the hood. So how does, how does that work? Like, they had to assist you to get out of the line? Or you oh, no. 
that was just, it ain't nothing stopped it from driving. Okay. It's just the air was done. So it would overheat. Okay. So the truck would just the radiator, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. It just stopped overheating. So you had to, I had to really kind of like slow roll it to kind of get back. Boy, but once I parked that motherfucker, how far you had to go? Uh, Woodsville. <laughs> From the park to wood. Yeah, both windows down? Huh? Yeah, both windows down? Yes, sir. Bro, how, how fast were you going? Hey, and the turbo, and the turbo had uh got popped out so shoot, but I think couldn't go no more than 35, boy. <laughs> boy. like a dog, a puppy dog with a tongue out hanging out the window, so, boy. So you had you, some water? Yeah, I had some water. Oh. So did you have to go to Woodsville and go back to the park? You just had that was your last drop. Oh no, no, I made that my last. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going back in that bubble. Okay. Well, first I, of all, I, I couldn't go back to... in. First of all, I couldn't go back in it anyway, because you need that belt. Because if you don't put the belt back on, it'll overheat and the engine gonna blow. I got you. So okay. I couldn't do nothing no more anyway. So, so you prayed before you left out that the the port. Because I think with the pop on twenty one, you would have been done. No, if it would have overheated and just stopped, yeah, I would have been done. So I had to stop, cut the truck off, and let it cool down, and then start it back up and go again. Oh yeah, it was a constant struggle, dog. But. Mm, but how you uh how it cool down? You know it's hot outside, so well you know once you turn it? once you turn the engine off, oh, it's gonna cool. I mean it's not gonna be right. cold, but it'll cool down a little bit for you to turn it back on and keep it moving again. So I think I did. I think once I let it because I had to wait for maybe like a 30, 45 minutes. Mm. So cut the truck off. So I had to sit outside, and you know it was more wind blowing outside, but in the truck, so. Stood outside, chilled for a little minute, let it cool down, and took off. And yeah, I, uh, I can't play it, but it's hot. No, it is. It's hot. I think the other day it was like 107. Well, they need to order us uh, UPS tank tops. <laughs> My God, I mean, it'd be crazy outside, bro. Man, I start, that's why I start so early now. I started like six. So by 12 o'clock, listen, it's a sad story, boy. Like, at the 12, man, it'd be like, hey, if, if, if the part, if they go on lunch at 12 o'clock and have me in the stack waiting to about 1.30, yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done after that. Like, whatever I did from 6.30 to 1 o'clock, I thank the Lord above, boy. <laughs> and I'm out. Like, a lot of them customers be like, uh, Thank you. Stay cool. Like, what? How? And, yeah. I ain't, yeah. And little kids, you know, you driving by, they want you to. popsicles I had one person over there by, uh, over there by Coles, you know, that little plaza. Lady, one lady, she gave me a popsicle. Uh, but that was the only one I had got from anybody. Now, any, if anything, they'll probably use some water. Mm-hmm. But, I hope they give me. I think a lot of drivers, I don't know about y'all, but a lot of like UPS, I ain't talking about Philly, but UPS drivers, some of these companies, they need to treat us to like $20 or something. My God. Y'all, and then they had the, earth, the, the nerve to, <laughs> the, the nerve to access, um, what is that? Uh, I didn't order this. 
Like, <laughs> they gonna ask you what's in the box? Yeah, what? You what talking you that heat? Like, no, I don't got time for this. You gonna take it? Or right. I'm gonna get it back on my truck. Right. You know, huh? Just tossing the huh? Nah, I, man, <laughs> they they want out. Listen, man, it's it's hot outside, bro. And I it is is like if a nigga ain't in the pool, bro. I don't know what you're doing, like. But I've been noticing a lot of people drowning. Yeah. Um, a lot of people been drowning. Kids. Yeah. And it's been some adults, man. I had a um a coworker, man, of mine when I was working at a Budweiser. They found him. Um, they, he drowned. They found him dead, man. And that, I was like, damn, it's crazy. Like water's the only thing that's cooling a nigga down, but that shit taking us out too. I'm like, god damn. But um, I do want to say something though. Um, for what we were gonna talk about today, but um. Shout out to Silk, man, from the podcast. Um, he had called me and said something to me the other day that really had, um, it really made some sense. Uh, and I thank him for it because he was like, you know, Jay, I want to take my ass out to you. He was like, man, who would have known just that one episode on the podcast that he had me and mother on um, when it was me, you, and Shep? On that episode, he was like, that one episode of y'all meeting. And then now look what it has begun to be. Like she on your platform, you know, she's really taking advantage of, you know, her having an opportunity. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, like for real, for real. Like, yeah, you, you got full credit for that one. Like you really turn, cause I think I messaged mother like one time about it. And she was like, let me know. And. She came on with me and you, and she she came on that panel. As long as she got somebody watching the kids, she good. <laughs> <laughs> I talk Both about, of them. <laughs> I talk about, but like it was, it's up from there. Like and you know, and I was telling him, I was like, you know what, you know, just looking at the dynamics of you know her being over there and just being, you know, the conversation. Boy, it's funny, you know, they cracking jokes. You know, but then she has that history background and stuff. It's like, when did she get a chance to kind of really, you know, throw her shots in or actually get some time to talk? You know, you got to spread out between four other people. Yeah. You know, it was just me and you. Yeah. So she fit him just well. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, mother, I'm glad you, you came aboard, man. Thank, Thank you for having me. I am so glad you came, even though you just a sick man. <laughs> I'm so glad you here. I'll so take glad. that. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> I'm so glad. But man, just to start off, man, um, I was looking at social media and uh bruh, this P Valley situation. <laughs> this P Valley, bruh. What like, mother say, my lord. Mm, my lord. Bruh. <laughs> um, okay. This is where I stand on it, right? I just really, it just amazes me about how our culture is so distracted by social media, sitcoms, housewives. If they put some shit on TV and make it a Netflix series or Hulu or Showtime, bro, we tapped in. And not only that, it's like we will sit there and debate. Like, but my biggest thing is, bro, the shit they debating about, about, <laughs> bruh, and, and it's it's so funny because, bruh, it is a lot of 
G A Y shit going on in that in in, in that show, guys. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about heavy. It, it, it really got serious on this season two. Yeah, that season two something treacherous. That thing is over the top, mm-hmm. man. I the some of the scenes I just gotta skip over because I I just can't I can't watch it. So, um, but last season it wasn't too bad, but this season them niggas went high. Thirty. I watched two episodes. <laughs> That's must be the last two. It's three now, I think. Right. I watched two episodes. It's four. Oh. I watched two in season two, and I'm talking about. I know I missed a whole bunch of season one, but I watched two, and I was like, "Boy, what the fuck?" <laughs> well, I'm talking about Cliff. I'm talking about just the the biggest bearded love, you know, fairy, and then you know, and then they pick. And it, it makes me, it hurts that, you know, Hollywood or just for our culture to make a dollar. You know, they're, we we cool with doing shit like that. How about to ask you that? Would you play a role, <laughs> even though you straight, or would you play a gay role? Shit, no. <laughs> no. But like 250 mil? No. No. Hell no. Because they said, dude, what's his name? He's married, Lil Murder. He Lil married. Murder. He married. Well, girl. I'm just saying, I'm telling you. But bro, I mean you asking me, would you? Yeah, I'm all right. Nah, I mean that you ain't saying I mean like you you asking me and instead of saying cause I wouldn't do it, but would you like would you do it? <laughs> it's like and then they're going back and forth saying like, well he's married, and then they're gonna say, you know, they they saying well, what would if you was his wife. How would you be? So, she might about to ask you that. <laughs> your boyfriend, your husband. Would you be okay with that? Would you be okay with that? No, I wouldn't even be able to look at him. First of all, I, I talk a lot of trash. So, for yeah. you to do that on camera and then come back home, and then plus my family talk a lot of trash. So, it, it just wouldn't be a good place for you. I mean, you'd probably be rich, but you, your integrity. Your integrity and how I look at you, I'm just not gonna be. It's not gonna be. So now every time he make you mad, you're like, "Boy, shut up and go kiss that punk again." Oh uh, yeah, like go sit your gay ass down. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, why are you petty? <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. Like for you to have, a, and and that is the biggest thing. A woman, boy, she know how to cut. <laughs> So for you to go out there and do the type of shit like that, boy, and how your woman would look at you, but yeah, and, it, and it's like, well, as long as that that check go cash, it's like, but you doing all that for that, that check, check cash, like, check. Let me ask you this. would you be okay if your your woman played a role like that? But I mean, she's playing a role with a female. No. That's that's that was a slow no. Nah. Well, I was waiting for him to finish. Nah, bro. Like I ain't even gonna front, dog. Like, and and I think a lot of people. I'm one of the ones, man. Like as you grow, like I think the double standard of girl on girl and man on man of the different the double standard. I still think like it's still weird. I still think that shit weird. Like I mean, at the end of the day, you can watch it. But me personally, like to have that in my life, uh, nah, I pass. Like, I mean, for, for anybody else that want to do something like that, that's fine. I got, that's what your business, but I just felt like the pushing it for us for it to be so front of mind is what bothers me. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's only our culture that they push it on. Like that is that's my issue. Like they got the chicks in the script club bouncing that ass. Then they got the the dudes being homosexual. Then they have the stigma of the guy that's flamboyantly gay. Then it has the download the image of the hood guy who wants to keep it a secret because he has an image. He got the girl lying for the, that's his beard. She, you know, the song is for her. They on tour making it seem like, but the man over there crying because the, the other gay dude smashing somebody else. I didn't see that last episode, but I'm looking at the pictures on Facebook. You want to look at it nice? No, I'm not. I, I'm not because I, and again, when I, when I seen it, it was like, Day before yesterday or something like that. Uh, um, not day before yesterday, like Friday, Saturday. Like, so knowing that what I seen, I was like, yeah, that, that's enough for me. But just looking at the still shots of what this new episode did, uh, him and the other dude, like going in, I was like, oh yeah, they going for the juggler. That ain't even my type of party, boy. Like just looking at the still shots, I don't even need to, I, I'm like, but no. Like, nah. And it, and you see it on social media. So everybody talking about it. Like, so I see every day. Power was like, when power was out, everybody. Like, I, and when, when everybody, when it's front of mind and every, it's everybody's focus, that's what really makes me not want to go watch it. When everybody's talking about it, I know something's wrong. If, if it got everybody's attention, yeah, that shit must be not, it's no good. It's not good for us as in to have your attention because there's something bigger that when they have to promote and then it's us, like it's never like some white shit that people looking, you know what I'm saying? That they got us. It's always our culture acting out, doing something that keeps our attention. And I ain't. So I ain't, you got any TV shows that you, you look, look at? First 48. <laughs> Crazy. Have I, y'all I seen- watch Snap. Have y'all seen the HIV commercial with the medicine? Like uh, the pill that uh, they take? Big Tarby. I, yeah, I don't know the name of it. Big Tarby, yes. Yeah, so with the with the little, with the sweet guy with the, the dreads. Yeah, so what yeah. color what color is the, the couple? Biracial. They're black. Oh, see. It was it's two black guys. Yeah. And then you have like a Hispanic guy on there with curly hair. Yeah. And then you have one 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 white guy on yeah. there. And, but the main image is the two black guys for HIV mm-hmm. commercial. Mm-hmm. It's just sad because like everybody is really selling their souls for so, a so dollar. It's, it's, they, they do more of us to play roles like that more than to play for the whites, right? Yes. Yeah. Why, why you think that though? You think because we, we would get more views from the world itself? Mm-mm. Well, because of they, because I, let's go back to what I was telling you. Shout out to uh, Matt, Big Matt, you know, uh, getting me to um, read the 48 Laws of Power. Um, my biggest thing is, like I was telling you, a lot of, when it, I feel like with a European writing that book, Everything that's within that book is giving you tips about how they view us. And it gives you tips about how you remain powerful, how you 
you take power and, and keep it, right? Also, I really believe our culture does not know the difference of power and influence. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We are influenced. We, we, we can influence. They have power. They look at us, want to be us. That's because we have influence. We can influence y'all to come down off y'all powerful throne to want to be us. But if y'all are so powerful, why can't y'all, whatever that y'all doing, we all jump that bandwagon. Why can't? You know what I'm saying? Y'all look at us and like, oh man, we want, we want to rap. We want to, because y'all feel like the only way that y'all can be able to be around in a social circle of black people, y'all have to be us. Y'all don't never know how to just be y'allself to want to be in our in crowd. Y'all got to talk slang. And uh, even the slang part, I really believe that that's, I hate when, you know, people say that somebody talks white. You know what I'm saying? Because so you hate that? I can't stand that. Like, what's talking white? You know what I'm saying? Slang is really, Ebonics is just really a way that they created something so they can be able to understand who's not smart enough to be able to do something different. If you talk slang, that is an easy way to pinpoint you to say that you're uneducated. If you're talking slang, if you can't, if you can't pimp, if you can't articulate, if you can't put a sentence together without slang, that is how they are to view you, to stereotype you. And we don't understand that. We will not realize that is they give us certain things for us to say it's our culture, for them to put us in a stereotypical box. And we ride with that shit. Like, I I, I can't stand that. Like it bothers, it, it bothers the fuck out of me. Hey, hey. <clears throat> some some that's like the attention, man. Yeah, like like she said, something so um, I mean you got some out here. Do you do you believe in the uh Illuminati? No. I would say, okay, so maybe like younger me, I didn't. But um, like a, a few years ago, I went to a museum and um, it's in Washington. I can't remember the name of it. I think it's like National something or something like that. But in the museum, it's like kind of like the Met Gala type thing. Um, it has a lot of Catholic Catholicism in it, um, and it has a lot of the diamond pyramid in it. And when I think about it, it's like all the things that they talk about, and they even go as far as having like a pyramid, and you, it has a peephole in it. You can look through it, and you see like different things like inside of a like the magnet. Like if you magnify a dollar bill or something like that, like you can see all the people in the background and stuff like that. So it, I didn't before, but I feel like if it's in a museum, then more than likely it's probably a real thing. Like you wouldn't have a museum for things that's not real, right? I mean, I I kind of I I do kind of believe in it. Uh, I don't. I mean, I heard something certain like rappers, you know. Yeah. Had to make sacrifice to get to where they had. Had a. But I think it's bigger than hip hop. I think it's. I think like it's more Wall Street. Um, different things like that. Just political is. It's a lot of things, not just rap. What's wrong, light skin? I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. 
I mean, I... You about to walk us down I mean, no, I, no, I just, you know, it's just funny that, you know, they can throw things out there to throw you off track. Illuminati, selling your soul, blood sacrifices and stuff like that. Bruh, at the end of the day, the elites are the elites. There's a certain race of people that control the money. It's not us. So at the end of the day, they will never want us to be within that circle. They are going to always dangle a carrot in front of us to make us try to dance or conform to the way that they want us to. Cause we, we yearn so much to have power, to be powerful, to be wealthy, to be rich. And we don't realize that it's okay to just be well off. Everybody sees the Beyonce's, the Jay-Z's, the billionaires, and we want to be that. But then you don't realize that the things that they got us doing to want to feel like one day we can be that. Like if you realize, if you look at it, the people that they put in our face and tell us to like them, the things that they do, like look at the things that it, it, let's just be real. You know, Chicago has a lot of wealthy, wealthy celebrities that if they put their money together, why is Chicago still the way that it is? Mm. Like, it's a lot of wealthy people come out of Chicago. I'm talking about, you got Obama, you got Oprah, you got Kanye, you got the Brat, you got uh, Chance. It's like, bruh, you got NBA stars, you got Anthony Davis, Rose, like with all of that, so and that's just multi-million. Those those last four are just multi-millionaires. But you giving, I just gave you the first three, like powerhouse. You know what I'm saying? Billion, million. Like, why is it still like that? And it's just like you have those type of people, and they really don't do the things that they're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? They do the things that what the camera wants them with the masses want them to push it out face. And that's what bothers me. It's like, it's just what the masses want. I don't think it's Illuminati. I just really, it's, I really, really know. And like, it's, it's just, they're going to make us do what they want us to do. If you want to have to sit at the table, because after a certain amount of money, that's when they come holler at you. It's at a certain amount of money. When you have now touched to come to the table when you sit with them. Yeah, because if not, look at a lot of people who start to break that threshold. What happens? Scandals start coming out. They start to sabotage your character. So let me ask you this. Let's jump on and pit stop at uh, Sean Watson, the quarterback for Cleveland Brown. Mm-hmm. You know him, right? Mm-hmm. When, he, when, he, when he was in Houston, everything was all good. Yeah, when the man wanted to be traded and go join the team, about twenty females came out and said, you know, he was uh, it was harassed by something like that. He, he uh, sexual assault. Sexual assault. So now <clears throat> he's over there. The man, keep in mind, the man was suspended for the whole. Well, season. no, he 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 just chose not to. Well, he he chose not to. Yeah, but he he suspended for the whole this upcoming season. So. 
why? I mean, I mean, you kind of making sense now because nobody was bothering him last season. But now it's like all of these lawsuits popping up, and he just had paid off like twenty of the females. Well, he just did that. Yeah, he just decided to do yeah, it. Settle for about twenty out of the 20, 24. twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh-huh. So I mean, how it's looking, man. I mean, you you making a point. But I still kind of, it's like I'm okay. going back and forth. So look, you're in, you're in Texas, oil money. But you talk about Jerry Jones. You talk about George Bush. You talking about Texas A&M. Bro, Texas, oil money, you can't fuck with it. Those Europeans down there got loan money. You have to conform how they want. And they just gave him a hundred and what, $75 million contract before a couple of years ago, right? So he signed the extension to be with them. They already knew he was a freaky little bastard. But listen, that man is nasty. Did he rape them? Did he know that? Did he rape them? No, he didn't. But so this is my big thing. You know, these girls are going to come and massage you up, right? Right. Money and power makes you think that you're bigger than what you are. And that's why I go back to thinking money gives you power when it comes to our culture because we see them do it. You think they caught feelings? No. No, nigga. No, he, I'm just I'm he, saying. No. So listen. So listen. This is what he thought. This is what he was doing. Saying that he wants a massage. Getting them there. And knowing good and well he wants more from it. So you're thinking that when they get there, you can talk them into more. Thinking that this massage is going to lead to a happy ending. Because he wanted to think he was smart enough to outsmart the situation. Instead of just going on Backpage or going to Vegas and going to get you a prostitute, you try to mask it and get massages and get prostitution out of the massages. He shouldn't have done that. That's what put him in the situation. You thought you were so smart. Huh? Not all of them. Yeah, I'm not saying that's all of them. But, bro, out of 24, when it first came out. So you, I, think all of them, you think all of them was telling the truth? No. Okay. All it takes is one, though. All, all it takes for one to be the truth. And everybody else comes out of society and, and public opinion. How can you erase that when you know it's one that comes out? So you're like, okay, two, yeah, maybe not three. They're like, well, you done did it one time. It's hard for you to now pinpoint who's telling the truth now. You know it's one. We know it's one. But it's hard to pinpoint who all lying now. So all, so knowing that all the numbers are out, I mean, we know it's one. But it's our job to mind our fucking business. Why slander his character? He's a he's a he's he's pretty freaky. The only thing he's guilty of is being a freak. That's what he's guilty of. That nigga is a freak. It's just bottom line, bro. He didn't rape none of them. He was a freak. He liked his butt played with. Oh, Lord. Little stuff like that. Man, you taking it too far. Bro, listen. Bruh. So, okay. So, all the stories. Let's just be real. He went to Clemson. Who was he surrounded by in Clemson? The white folks. Being around a product of your environment, thinking, adapting certain habits, and knowing 
when you are around a situation, people get comfortable when they get certain stuff and they start thinking that they can get away with shit. When he was in Clemson, being the star, there was a lot of stuff that was able to get swept under the rug because he was the star. Tolerance is Man, based on performance. Was the star in Houston. And they gave him NDAs well, no, no, and they, no, they gave him the hotel rooms and they gave him the NDAs. Yeah. And again, look at that. Look at this dude, hammerhead white guy, probably get drunk all the time. They party, do little stuff. I just imagine the things that he see the other stars like that with power do. He's a quarterback. They look out for him and say, hey, man, want it? You know, everything we got is on you. I mean, it's for you. And you get comfortable with that. There's no way in the world, bro, he should have got that comfortable with 67 females, dog. What? Man, it was up to 60-something times that he did this. Who, who told you that? This was on the news? Yes. You got to show up to this. <sighs> Go ahead, Tim D. Bro, it was over 60 complaints. He um, It showed that he did this over 60-something times. He's, but it was 24 women came forward and said that he did something to them. But in the reports, it said Houston gave him the NDAs and provided him with hotel rooms and the faculty to do that. Thank you, bro. That's a freak. You like seeing I had to make sure. And that's a freak, bro. That is a freak. That's the only thing that man is guilty of. I don't think he raped him. I don't think he did any of that. I think he tried to play and thought he was smarter than the situation. What he should have did was go to a place that told you it was happy endings. I would rather you get caught. I would rather you get caught at the Bunny Ranch and know that you're going to pay for prostitutes than to try to outsmart the system and go get this chick that give massages and try to talk her into doing it. That's that's a sign of insecurity, and that's a sign of thinking that you just got power and money that you could just talk some woman into doing whatever you want to because you got a dollar. Because if you really wanted to try to get a woman to sleep with you for money, could have went to the Bunny Ranch, could have went to anywhere in Vegas and bought you some ass, and knowing that's what you're going there for to buy some ass, right or wrong. Next. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but but uh but then I guess we're gonna segue also too, man. But you brought that up though, man. That nigga free. <laughs> that nigga there nasty, man. But I fuck with his son. I fuck with him though. That's that is a lot, I fuck with him though, man. And and I think at the What's end the of the time frame, like is it years? And it was like even even though it's he been there for five years. Mm-hmm. He been there for five years. He, they putting it between the year one and year five. But keep in mind, probably that year five, he didn't he didn't play at all. So he was just sitting. So he, he had just had time, time. You feel me? <laughs> um, <laughs> sit, 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 sit. I don't think I don't think why he I was sick. Yeah, he because uh, he, he was hard. injured two times now. He, he tore his ACL too. He tore his ACL he one time. He sat down on he, purpose to get more massages. He tore his ACL he one time and sat out for the season. Team frustrated with the team and had to take it out and. You know, but bro, you don't, bro. But again, you go, you go buy some ass. You don't go buy a massage therapist 
and try to get some ass from us. Massage therapist, though. You but what if she she already knew what she was getting herself into? If they, not a massage, it's prostitution websites you can go to, cuz. I understand that. What I'm saying is some of these massage therapists, they got uh they got a what they call it. Escort. Uh, uh, a bonus, a, a bonus, happy ending, a happy ending. Yes. So how you know she, she just, but you, how you know she didn't want more money? money? But you discuss that. You don't bring them there in the in the in thinking that you can't try everybody. How would, you, how would you know they didn't discuss that though? What if they did and she just wanted more money and he was bugging? Okay, but that's not all of them that did that. It's a so all you doing it's a plethora of different scenarios I mean, that happen. A plethora of but you can't go at every woman the same way. You can't. You can't think you're going to get the same result from all of them. There is going to be a couple women who just going there to massage you up, dog. You're going to get that one woman like, hey, man, I ain't came here for that shit. <laughs> you going to get that, bro. At least one. That's going to be blow that you try her up. And she going to be hot. Right or wrong? <laughs> That's facts. She gonna be like, hey, my nigga, what, what kind of party is that? Just gonna put your drawers back on, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, it's a I cut. thought this was the happy ending. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? One girl was, one girl was like, you know, she, he kept saying, you know, rub it. He, he, she like, he liked, the, he liked for her to rub his gooch. Mm. Why you looking like that when you saying it, bro? Bro, like My because Lord. the shit took me by storm. Like it was just like, and she why, kept, why veins are in your neck as you expression? Because it's so freaky, my nigga. I'm like, damn, my guy. Like you could have really, my nigga, bro. And and like I say, man, the man rich, the man cool. Ain't got nothing. I know the man can get some hope. <clears throat> I know he can. You know what I'm saying? If you go out there and just talk, bro, you rich. It ain't much you could. That you gotta really work to not get no female dog. You know what I'm saying? It's plenty of women, and that's why it's just like Trey Songs. I really believe Trey Songs is 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 a is a is is a real freak to where he push up on women. Like I really believe that. Like he's one that really, if you really listen to his songs, it'll tell you like that nigga. He he definitely makes a females feel uncomfortable. That Kiki Palmer thing. Bruh, if you really, really pay attention, listen to Trey Song's uh, song, bruh, nigga say, say, ah. Say, ah, my nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? He invented sex. Like, that nigga damn near R. Kelly. I was thinking the same. That nigga is damn near R. Kelly. The neighbors know his name. The nigga is nasty. (laughs) That nigga is nasty. But I just feel like when guys like that get money, and then it has to be us, because we... They they get that money and power and they still try our women and they disrespect our women. That's the part that I don't like. You know what I'm saying? Because you feel like just like how I told you about the crow and the sheep. The crow, the sheep told the crow, he said, man, if you would have tried a lion or a dog that way, you would have been yo, your life, it, it would have went a different way. But he said, I despise the weak, but I yield to the to the strong. That and I really believe that's how we do each other. We we that we view each other as weak, but then when we see the European, we think that they're strong. So we would do anything for them to let us in. And I don't like that. I really that that really really bothers me. But yeah, let me see that. Yeah, my guy. But I really, I like I said, he didn't rape him. He didn't rape him. I I I I, I wholeheartedly believe 
he didn't force himself on them, but he did make them feel uncomfortable. And he should have just said it. Like, you know what, guys, my bad. I thought it was a different type of party, my nigga. My bad. He's embarrassed. He married? He had a girl. He had a girl when he was doing it. So now the girl nobody. Now your girl nobody. So now you really, once you dig yourself in the hole so deeply, in a way to get up out that bit. Nah, you got to die with the lie. I fuck with him, though. I hope he, I hope, you know, he do the time, Brian J, and get out there and do what he do, because that nigga got a whole bunch of money. That's what they paid him for to pay them right now. Man, them so, was what, five years deal with? 230. 230. Guaranteed. 230. So he getting all that. Listen, you know he didn't rape him because it's a civil suit and not a, uh, it's not a criminal. You know what I'm saying? If he was a monster, a very sexual, deviant monster, why would you not want the monster off the streets and go to jail? You want money out of him. So he really just made him feel uncomfortable. That's all it's about. And and they mad that he wanted to leave. So yeah, they outed him out. And they and it backfired on them. So he's mad because he wanted to leave Houston? The, like, why now come out and say it? Why not? Because the owners were mad. They are mad he wanted to leave. So you so you saying the owners been knew about this, but now they when when he requests a trade, they just out of my like, yes, all, all it, bro, it, it takes one leak, one whisper. In, in celebrity world, just like LeBron, just like anybody else, they tell one of their people to go talk to some report or some whatever, and they say some sources said blah, 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 blah. All it takes is one thing one to get I certain. something about uh, LeBron. Uh, about- uh, Drew Sedora. Yeah, whatever. I ain't seen Drew since I ain't seen Drew since the game. Mm-hmm. I ain't knew where she was at, and she talking about she had that slap with LeBron. I was like, where the fuck that come from? Mm-hmm. Never heard nothing about LeBron. LeBron, I hit billionaires, but I just once you once you hit that certain threshold, they start coming at you. What happened to Tiger? Tiger got in that car accident. Just a Tiger got in that car accident. He is. He is. Well, he not half white, uh, uh, like ho- um, Asian. He got a whole bunch of stuff in him. Mm-hmm. Just too much. Yeah, he got what, about three, or three or four. Yeah, he got a whole bunch of stuff in him. Got a whole bunch of stuff in him. Now, um, Roe v. Wade, like, um, mother, you know, I see you, you know, you mm-hmm. made it. Yeah, I said something the other day, man, and it was so funny, man. Like when she made a joke, I was like, "Hey, you gonna be able to come?" She was like, "Yeah, man, if I can, if I can get my kid, if I can get somebody to watch my kids." I was like, "Man, come on, man." She like, "Now, can't abort them. You can't get a, a babysitter. What can you do with them?" But I felt like you know something like that was um that was a history moment, man, of something that I know that show expertise and. I want. I felt like that was something that I really wanted to hear. What you thought about when you seen that that come down, that decision come down? I really wanted to hear what you thought about. Well, okay. So when I first saw it, I saw it on social media, of course, because I don't watch the news. I hate the news. Um, so when I saw it, I was just like, I didn't really respond to it directly, or that whole day, I didn't really comment on on the subject. Because I felt like too many people was commenting on it already. 
Um, <clears throat> I honestly kind of like when I got to the moment where I was just like, okay, let me think about it. What's going on or whatever. I actually didn't think that it would occur. Like I really didn't, it really didn't cross my mind that, um, there would be a day where we wouldn't be able to get abortions or we would go to jail for getting an abortion. Um, and then I had some conversations with a few friends, some coworkers, and I got some Christian folk in there, got their perspective on it. And it just baffled me to hear even some women, uh, what their views were. And um, I feel like the law itself, it divides women. Mm-hmm. It divides us by well, religion automatically divides us all. Yeah. Um, I just think it it just split the country up in like a bunch of pieces, like shattered glass. So um, my views on it, I am against it. Um, I don't feel like a person should just be killing babies just because. Um, and I don't feel like, I feel like, you know, there are very rare occasions where there should be abortions, you know? Um, some situations you cannot control. And I feel like you should have a say-so rather you want to have an abortion or you want to keep that baby. But I do feel like if we were to go back, I don't know if we ever will, but if we ever go back to a time where we can have abortions, and won't be penalized for it. Um, I think that there should be a limit on that <laughs> because yeah, you can't just be ha- okay. I can see you having one abortion, but like seven, six, seven abortions. <sighs> I feel like that's where it's like how many year or month? Your lifetime, your lifetime, your lifetime, and especially in a year. Like if you if you have that many abortions, yeah, you, you might as well get paid. Seven in a year. If you having seven abortions in a year, you might as well get paid for what you're doing and stop. Just stop with the with the abortions. Just get paid for it. Like lay down, and get paid. But <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's that serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, we all grown, and um, I feel like right now it's real. Like I feel like you can't. You can't even cheat. You can't cheat no more. You can't. I mean, you can, but like, what you gonna do about the outside, baby? I said something like that. Um, I just really believe that it puts a lot of pressure on. It puts everything in perspective. And it, and it puts everything in perspective. Mm-hmm. Because if you really look at it, a lot of the women that were complaining about it, they instead of using condoms, they've been using abortions mm-hmm. instead of condoms. Sometimes they go out and just be reckless and they knew, hey, five hundred dollars, take that ride, mm-hmm. take that trip, do whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's plenty of women who just use that. Now, what on the flip side, I'm very transparent because the argument was that there's only one percent of pregnancies come out of rape. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them was like, you know, the 1%, the point, whatever, whatever percent, that's not, that rape is not really, really. But then I I look at it as 
that can become a slippery slope now that it is illegal. Now they are able to force themselves and do whatever, whatever. And you can't, you know what I'm saying, get rid of it. You have to now, if you look at the world on how devilish it is, bro, those will become demon spawns because of the spirit that would had it was done conceived. in. It was conceived in that evil spirit. You know what I'm saying? And you have to realize what danger we are about to go into and go back to what you were saying, wrapping it up. It was just like celibacy is going to be the route. You are going to start seeing who, what people can really control themselves. Sex, sex, drugs, violence, money, cars, clothes, and hoes has always been the lifestyle. Hey! <laughs> it's always been the lifestyle. Niggas. So it's like, it's like now, you know what I'm saying? Hey, how are you, are you going to find something else? Are you going to do this? It's now you either need to be by yourself or you need to find somebody. But finding somebody, I think that puts a lot of people don't realize too. A lot of people don't know their self. Mm -hmm. We're putting, and, and not only that, I don't think a lot of people don't realize we have been trauma bonded. As African Americans, we have been trauma bonded. That is how our relationships start. You go through something. Oh, I can relate to that. That's how we got together. But then we realized like we're so traumatized that we don't realize how we haven't even gotten ourselves together to heal, but we're trying to heal each other. And we're not healed at all. We're, we're not healed ourselves. And that is an issue. See, you got something that you want to speak about? I mean, yeah, but you know, I skated so far past it because it was definitely about the the whole role versus weight thing. I think most of the problem that people are having with it is when you get down to the root of why it was overturned. Everybody knows that Caucasian women have the highest percentage of abortions. It's, and we and we all know there's no secret that white people, if they if white if white women keep terminating white babies, it's got, they're going to be the minority. That's not a secret, and it's the fact that you would try to control what women do with their body as a whole just to try to stop what they're doing. And I think that's what the problem is for most people. So, I and you're right. And you know what? It's crazy because when the government going into voting, mm -hmm. as soon as the government started to stop something for the white folks, what they did, they stormed the Capitol. Yeah. It, it's, the problem is when it comes to us as a culture, we have to stop allowing them to do stuff. And we just take it and be like, eh, whatever. Huh? Eh? And we're just sitting here, yes, it's wrong that it did it, but they have to mask it and say, oh, it's for everybody. Yes, we already know. It's, they are the ones, because at the end of the day, this is what's going to start happening. This is what we're going to see now. You're going to really start seeing 16-year-old European little girls getting pregnant and showing how hot in the pants they really were. It's going to be that. It's going to be an influx of biracial children because you have a lot of these women who are messing and fucking around with black men in the dark. 
I mean, of course, they're going to hate them out loud, but it definitely take the BBC behind closed doors. So you're going to have a lot of that. And it's one of those things to where, like I said, it's it's one of those things to where, like you said, you, you're not going to pinpoint one group of people, but that's definitely who it's for. And it, it should be disgusting. It's a it's a it's a number of things I do agree on that. Um, like you said, you say it's a one percent of 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 white women who you said one percent of white rape. rape. rape he's, he's okay, rape so babies. you said the rape the rape, the rape and so um with with the rape I'll talk about that first. But with the rape thing, um, when it says it's one percent, it can't really be one percent per se because of the fact that we all know once somebody get raped, not everybody come out and yes. say, "Oh, I've been raped." That's why I don't like to use yeah. statistics. That's exactly why that's, that's you telling you that exactly. Now, granted, I've never got an abortion, but I don't think they actually what the fuck is the reason why right. you mm-hmm. ain't got to check rape or, or other or some shit on the box. That's what people are telling you, but it's definitely. A higher percentage of that because you have women who get raped in there and they're and they're traumatized. Yeah, and they don't want to tell anyone because we live in a society to where you know when you hear rape, the first the first thing they will do is blame the victim. Mm-hmm. You got women who are already living with the trauma of being raped, and then on top of that, now I have to defend myself and now it's my fault. So you definitely don't have the correct percentage of people who are saying that it's because of rape. It's just an unwanted pregnancy, and I know I can terminate. So, that. so it's it's the right thing. It's also the women who, okay, you say white people have a higher percentage of pregnancies and they get it aborted. But if you look at today's time, like from the ninety late nineties on down to now, um, you notice like black women started getting abortions as well. So I'm not saying that black women didn't get abortions back in the day, but they was just illegal or they didn't have enough money to get it back in the day. Mm-hmm. So but now it's it's become more popular. Um, the black women that do get the abortions are mostly are college black women. So yeah. women who are ambitious and they're like, oh, I got to finish school. My mama ain't got shit. My daddy ain't got shit. So I need to finish school so I can get my money, my degree. Then I can have kids. So you have those women, but you see, once you see that, the abortion rate, plus you see the number of women with degrees and businesses and home ownership and just in charge running shit. That's the issue. That's the issue for real, for real. Because once you have that woman that, especially that black woman making a lot of money, you now, she now feels as though, what do I need a man for? So then there goes into play a whole feminism act, whereas uh, women run the world. We do this. We do that. We're we're superior. We don't need a man. And I did have on a shirt. But anyways, (laughs) with that being said, um, that's where our our culture and our children die off because you have that woman who feels like, oh, I don't need a man. So now she belittles men and looks down on them. So then she turns to a woman because she feels like a woman can relate to her. So now you have two women who cannot create a baby. And now we have this huge thing that we were just talking about in the beginning, gay. 
lesbian, LGBTQRA, whatever. Yes. yes, all of that. So that's where it's coming down to where everybody just gay. And really, white women, they could have abortion. Just put it like that. They could have abortion. They could they could be powerful. They could have a lot of money. They could have a little bit of money. They they are in a society where they can dominate any any role that they choose to play. We as black women, we cannot fall in that trap as to where we not I'm not saying don't be ambitious and don't be about your money, but at the same time you have to think about you do need a man. Like you do need you need men for certain things, but you have to keep that in mind because if you don't, then our whole culture, our whole being in itself dies. And that just goes back to what I was saying. Um, the, the divide on why everything our culture has to go through as being lab rats and mm-hmm. experiments because Yes, I go back to, uh, I said something a long time ago about the uh, Michael B. Jordan. It was a picture of him and the white girl. Knowing good and well, yes, the picture was old. <laughs> but the caption is what got me on. There was just this excuse on why, you know, women treat our kings like this. And you wonder why they go to the other side. And I was just like, Right, that's bullshit. That's that's complete bullshit. It's like, um, we have to understand, we have to come together as a culture and understand not saying roles, but each other. We are so easily influenced by what we see, by our neighbor and what's going on on TV, knowing good and damn well that has nothing to do with what we have going on. We have to worry about ourselves with our boundary is where our stopping point is of where we like, hey, that's a little too much. We can't do that. Let's stay in our tax bracket. But we want so much to look at somebody else and say, hey, y'all want that. So we look at the Caucasian family and say, oh, well, she a housewife. She's submissive. She do this and do that. But if you really realize that you understand back to a history situation like they didn't let their women read either. Mm-hmm. They didn't allow their women to educate themselves. So they had no they had no choice but to be submissive. They relied on whatever that man said. They had to follow it. So yes, they knew, hey, I really don't know how to do this. He know how to do it. I'm going to let him do it. Our women have discernment and they have spiritual, spiritual you know what I'm saying? Beings, and it's like, they don't have to, they, they have instincts. We have instincts. Our women can really operate off survival and instincts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They can get the education or the knowledge as they go. But if they don't have that knowledge, our queens can still operate off of survival and instincts. Men can do that. Black men can do that also. We just uh, get the knowledge along the way, piece by piece. We had to sneak and get knowledge anyway. And look how we still was able. How the hell are you, our, our, the people who built everything in slavery, you think they went to school for that shit? We just knew it. Uh, we knew it. So it's like, bro. So at the end of the day, 
you just because your your queen is flipped or she gives you pushback, sometimes we have to realize that as black men, we are egotistical and prideful also. Sometimes we do <laughs> act out of pride and ego. And it's not all the time that they're just coming at us and being difficult. Sometimes we do need that woman to say, hey, you really think that's a good idea? Now, instead of both of us telling each other, no, you can't do that, or no, we have to learn how to give each other alternatives of problem solving and solutions. If it's no, so what, what's the alternate? What can we do other than that? Okay, so if that's no, say, nah, we can't do that. But however, you know what I'm saying, three months down the line, we may, who, who knows how our finances would be? Let's revisit this three months later. You know what I'm saying? Because of this, this, this. Instead of just saying, oh, nah, and we shut it down. And we have that wall of feeling like when we are shut down and somebody tells us no, we ain't having that. And that's man or woman. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can agree. I remember the talk uh, that you that we was talking about uh, yesterday. You know what I mean? And you was like, um, "Why do I think you were like why LeBron like really shows up when his back against the wall?" Yeah, and you was pretty much making that similar to you know my situation of uh, you know I could I could I could be transparent, I could be vocal or whatever, but more I'm more of a laid back person. But when my back against the wall, that's when I'm gonna really put my foot down and really say what I need to say. I just think certain conversations is needed. Um, I mean, certain stuff, I, I just try to protect my peace more than anything. You know what I mean? Uh, I really think of what they're doing with the, the female of uh, taking their rights away from the abortion. I think it's, it's BS to me. Um, just seeing like what my my mother had to go through, and my, I mean I haven't seen what my grandmother went through, but uh, the years of while she was here, I did see something. But they even like li- looking at uh, Malika Andrews, uh, she's a, a sportscaster from ESPN. Like when she brought that news, because you know she usually do nothing but sports, but for her to bring that news to sports, oh yeah, she went hard. Like she, you can hear. It. Her boy, she was back crying. Like she was crying, man. Mm-hmm. And it, it sucks to see us, uh, not us, uh, well, the black females, you know, just breaking down over the stuff that, that that was going on for years. Like, how can they, like, take that away? But I'm forever, like, supporting, like, the, the females, you know, until, you know, I leave her. And they just... Whoever in that office, man, they 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 not doing a good job at, at all. I think also, um, when it comes to our women, when you have something like that taken away from you, the only person that could stand and save you is a strong black man. When some having a man and having your men to come together, rally the troops and be able to stand up for something like that. And I think a lot of women, y'all don't understand how much power y'all have. Y'all know it, but you also use it to the advantage that what is going to keep y'all on whatever y'all got going on. 
I think if a lot of women will come together and understand the way of the world is having that man on top. And because one thing about a man, if his pride is broken, his ego is broken because a woman damaged it, it's no way he can operate in that relationship. And if he keeps getting broken by each female, you will never find a strong man because he's going to continue to be broken and beaten down. And you're not, and it's going to keep frustrating you every time you get a broken man and wonder why you blame it on his mama. But again, the thing about it too is he's been up under his mama, his auntie, his grandma, girl cousins, his sisters. That's all he knows. Then he knows he under that caddy talking, gossiping nature and spirit of women. That is what he's a, he attracts outside to want to date. Now he gets his heart broken by something like all he does is attract different women like that. And you wonder why it's because of that. But if our woman can come together and just say, hey, yes, our men have been beaten down and broken. Yes, our men have their ways. Yes, they do whatever, whatever. But if y'all can flip the switch and help, I think a lot of men will start changing in a different way. But it's a battle, and that's the reason. It's a tug of war, and that's why it's nothing happening. I think if we start just learning how to dialogue and talk to each other and have and we understand we have to learn how to have conversations with each other without it always getting heated. Uh, have a conversation. What is that? Have a conversation to understand. And yeah, something like that. And it's something, it's something like that. But a lot of people will have a conversation and then that just goes up because they now they just uh what are you doing? They they're looking for something to respond to, respond to instead of understanding what the other person's saying. And that right there could go radical. Now y'all y'all was talking about something important. Now y'all talking about something that's like irrelevant. Like y'all really just not seeing each other's point of view. Or we usually either respond to the last thing we heard, mm-hmm. or that would just like the situation just now when I kept talking. And I finally gave it to her. And she was like, well, damn. You had over-talked it. She didn't forget. She stayed there and was like, I don't give a damn what that nigga say. I need to respond on this one. You know what I'm saying? Because she had already had it ready. And that's what, but I didn't know she wanted to speak. You know what I'm saying? So, but that she needed to keep that in her mind because that is what she wanted to touch on. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we run into that to where we just respond to what, what triggers us, and it's like, oh, and then he'd be like, well, damn, nigga, you ain't heard the rest? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I just think a lot of people, man or woman, we just listen to respond. It's like, because I got to be right. You can't be right. I got to be right. You got to, if, if I'm not right, you ain't right either. So either I'm right and you wrong, or you wrong, I mean, I'm wrong and you right. But it can't be like that. It got to be, at some point, it's like, you know what? I respect that. I understand that. However, can we look at it this way? But somebody, before you end the conversation, somebody got to be right. Last word? I mean, last word. I just, I mean, the last word of, okay, so how do you end? So sometimes it's all about the last word, but 
how are we, what is your, right? What is your outcome of the dialogue? Somebody has to be what, right? And somebody has to be wrong. Instead of just getting. I think it's just, you could come to a common ground or you could always. But do we. Agree. But to is it that way? Though? The problem is. It depends on the person. don't feel understood. They don't feel like you listen to them and hear them out about what they're saying. Because when you do get to that point, people are so hell bent on not always just proving that they're right. But it's like, damn, are you at least listening to what I'm saying? Or are you just so caught on how you feel to where you're not even trying to hear me out? I think that's the problem with a lot of dialogue. It's that and the and the perception, like you're not looking at it from the other person's in their shoes. Mm-hmm. And it's that what you just said, that the perception. And it's also not it could be that person trying to express themselves, but because they're not they've never been allowed to express themselves, it's kind of like a broken language. So it's not that the other person not trying to understand them. It's just they can't understand them because what you're saying is not really how you really feel, but you're trying to get it out the best way that you can. It's like a child that got autism. If they don't know how to talk, they just don't do this. They don't know how to communicate. And you just like, okay, maybe he hungry. Maybe he wants something to drink. Maybe maybe his back hurt. Maybe he got a you know, use the bathroom or something. And you're just trying to figure it out. Well, then, and also we run into the a situation of also, I remember a long time ago, man, when I think your first episode we came on, like, as in our community, we don't know how to express ourselves to our elders, our mothers, our parents, and to express that we're going through something and they understanding that whether they're saying, oh, you depressed, We'll take your depressed ass in there and wash some dishes. You ain't depressed. You don't know nothing about you a kid. You ain't paying no bills. Thinking that we don't go through anything, but now as grandparents, our parents being grandparents, they are starting to realize that we were the beginning of what's behind us now. And you pushing us to the side of what we were going through, boy, it is mag, it is 10 times. <laughs> magnified with these kids because of social media. We didn't have social media and we were going through some depressing times and dark times. But now they have to worry about being socially accepted. That is a big thing. And that is another thing of not knowing how to communicate with your your parents in your household growing up. And we grow up to not know how to communicate with our, our other, our boyfriend, girlfriend, or wife, or husband. Like, we don't know how to talk. And I think that is a big thing that we got to start. It's going to have to start somewhere. And I think, again, I always say, like, when me and, you know, me, Trey, and BJ spoke about that book, I just really believe that women have to start coming together in their groups of, of coming together and saying, hey, guys, what are we doing? Um, how are we making things a little more? Because at the end of the day, a lot of women do want to be the ones that stay home, get the house together, make sure things are intact for their man. I think that is a great job for a woman that does it correctly. But I don't think a lot of women understand that is more of a, a tougher task than going to clock in for an employer. There's a lot of things you have to have done at the house that is way more time consuming than going to spend eight hours on the job. 
making sure the house is together, making sure the kids are picked up from taking the school, picked up from school, helping kids with homework, washing them, getting them ready for bed, getting them just cooking, cleaning, doing a lot of things. But that is a lot of fucking work that you don't expect for your employer to make you do at your job. That is a lot more. But I think as a man goes through so much outside of his house when it comes to an employer because a man is not respected. A man is not respected in his house and a man is definitely not respected in the streets by his same kind of black male and definitely not by the white man. The black male, he want, he can't, he can't see that guy having more than him because his family's struggling. Nigga, I'm trying to feed my family. But then the white man, like, hey, y'all both arguing to feed y'all family. I win. Because both of y'all going to level each other out. Either one going to kill each other, one going to kill the other. Or y'all are going to battle it out to the death. Somebody's going to come out winning. And I'm going to win regardless because somebody's going to give me extra work. Somebody's going to give me the best foot forward. So I'm going to win with this too. So it's like, I just really think we have to come together as a, as a coach, a man or women, and start working together. Like, for real, for real. Who's going to take that first step? I mean, it, it, it's not the first step of, I mean, what you mean, like, first step, I think the conversation just has to start. If you have, a, I think that starts with dating. I think even when you're starting and you're dating, I think a lot of people just fail to ask correct questions in the dating process because they don't want to feel weird or extra. It's a lot of questions. Like, I think y'all asked, like, I mean, y'all were, big, you know, in the beginning when we were doing the mic chat, it was like, asking somebody is they bisexual? And, you know what I'm saying? Like, why should you feel shame to ask a nigga like, hey, you ain't never, you ain't never, you know, did whatever, whatever ever in your life. Like, I mean, you gotta ask that. I think when, when, when most people, they start dating, it's kind of like a facade. It's like an image that they want to portray to make themselves look good in the beginning. And then, yeah, presentation. And it's just like, okay, this is how I want her to think I am. This is how I want him to think I am. And as dating goes on, um, you don't really see too much of an issue with that person or how that person really is. Um, until, I guess, maybe you have sex. And then after y'all have sex, and it's just like, y'all emotions and everything come out yeah but me i'm kind of different when i date i don't necessarily believe nothing that that person says i hear you but mm-hmm. i'm like okay yeah mm-hmm. all right so yeah but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you i don't believe you i'm just gonna let you i would know if you're lying or not because i have discernment but i what i do i don't go off of of the oh I'm doing this I do this I do that type thing like you know how like guys they may take their kids for ice cream and try to post it on social media and like oh I'm the perfect dad yeah so I don't really go off of that because I mean if you're really doing it you ain't really had to post that you know what I'm saying but what I take in when I'm dating I take in from the type like say if you're my boyfriend you, you invite me to a family cookout Mm-hmm. That's my time. That's your. That's your interview. That's your around your family. Yes, because that's the real you. And even even if you are trying to portray yourself as the family guy, or oh, I love these kids. These are my kids. Type thing. No matter what you do, 
everything gonna come out because you it's not you it's not you putting on that show it's your whole family putting on that show too so just like if you walk in the room like your mama may be like oh that's my baby come give mama a hug oh you're so cute okay yeah that's just, that's showing the loving loving okay okay yeah he, he him and his mama they cool they get it on but if your mama you come in the house like huh and this trash full up and you just standing there, you walking by, but you got the nerve to bring this girl in here. I already know what type of, type of game's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then you got sisters. Sisters tell everything. Like, he don't even wash his ass. I don't know why she in here with him. You know, they gonna tell everything about you. You can't really hide that. You can't hide yourself from, from your yeah, from your family. That's, that's, and I feel like women, they just be like, oh, he invited me to his mama house. But yeah, you like the third girl today that came over. Yeah. Like, and it's some family members that let you know that, like, I ain't about to, I ain't even about to stunt her because she's but it's all the women women that do that. Yeah, but really, you really have to pay attention to those women too. Not saying that some of them do be lying, some of them do be petty, but for the most part, some of that stuff be true. But a lot of women have that code. Women have a code of honor to each other. Yes, you have the caddy women. Not all women are respect other women but there's a mass majority of women who respect other women because women have that emotional part of them that says look I can't do that woman like that because I'm a woman and I would not want that type of pain right I would not want that type of hurt there's a lot of women who do that but a lot of women are reactive a lot of women who go out there and do stuff with another person, man, or somebody who does that, that's because something was done to them. Mm-hmm. They go out there and do that. I just think a lot of things go it, when it comes to women. I think men have to start having and being okay with having that type of code. A guy going to a woman's inbox. What's up, sweetheart? Yes, it's petty, but a woman will be like, well, you speaking to me. What about your little girlfriend? What about your look? What about your wife? Yes, that's petty, but there's some little, you know, that's true. I think, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, women hate, but like your man came at me, da da da. I ain't trying to start no. That's the kind of code that women have. But society would say men should not look out for each other like that because that's whole shit. A dog should roam like a dog. A dog should bury his bone wherever he bury his bone at. That's not cool because at the end of the day, we should still be able to look out for each other. And women would beat up on a man if he was to do that. Oh, yeah, I can't fuck that nigga. He'll go back and tell. You know what I'm saying? He, I tried to got dog over. He go back to my man. But a woman would do that. A woman would do that for a woman. Why can't men look out for men like that? But that forces everybody to start being for each other, though. And looking out for each other, that's the village part that we keep fucking, we keep saying a village raised a child, a village this doing that. We should go back to our roots. Nigga, we ain't, we got so much division in the U.S. because it's no way we can be tribal. There's no way. I ain't gonna front. I, I know one situation. I was messing with a female and probably like, it was like a year or two later, I found out that she was uh, with this guy. And the guy I used to work with, so should I should I have told him or should I just continue about my life? Of the because 
did some, did some things. But <laughs> should I have told him or I should have just kept pushing? I mean, me, I've, I've had... Now, hold on, the- before you answer that, he wasn't... We didn't have a, a, a brotherhood like me and you. Mm-hmm. It was just somebody, you know, I, I kicked a conversation with whatever, but it wasn't as tight as what. So you knew, so you knew of him going into the situation. No, I, I know. Okay, so you knowing him I know, in this I situation. Knew him when I got to that job. No, what I'm asking is this. So you knew of him with her. Yeah. When it when y'all first, you already knew she was with him. No, no, she wasn't with him at first. Okay. Just somebody that she got with while y'all was down the road. No, me and her, we only did something. Say like we did something in year one. Yeah. Year three, that's when I went to this, started working at this job. And uh, I didn't know that he was talking, but I knew her. And when I seen them together, I'm like, what? Was you still spanking? No. Oh, well, no, bro. You keep it pushing. You don't mind your business. That's old shit. Yeah, at that point, bro, that's that's old. Now, you don't go to a nigga and be like, hey, man. I fucked I used, girl. To, I used to be staying <laughs> back. Hey, I done seen it. Now, okay. Now, that part. I done seen that is very Now, bro, that is very. <laughs> now, that is some female energy. Like, that is real. Boy, you don't do no shit like that. that, that and that's what I'm saying. I, yes. That's why I had to no. ask you to break it down. No. Because us, as you say, because like you said, uh, a dude had came to another guy and was like, oh, you tapping Sharonda? Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I'm, I used to tap that back in the day. What you used to and don't that's matter. What, yeah. That's when it becomes bitchy. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Because it's, because it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Like, it's irrelevant. like whatever that you done in the past, bro. It don't. It don't matter no more. Everybody has a past. Yeah, because at the end of the day, bro, as a man, let's be real. Mm-hmm. As a man, men have very dark past. Like, if a woman can understand, and, that, and that's another thing. Like, if a if a woman can accept a man past, boy, like I ain't gonna front. Like, you gotta be able like to mm-hmm. accept. The freaks, dog. Like everybody deserves somebody. Freaks will have to marry freaks. You can't be no freak and want to marry some good girl. You can't do that. That's what they do. That's what they do, though. That's what they do. They find somebody out there in the country or in another city, and that I mean, or somebody older, girl, or somebody older, a good girl. And just carry on about it. But that, okay, but that brings a lot of trauma into a situation because you know good and well all you did was play it safe with that good girl. But at the end of the day, how are you going to take that good girl and expect all the things that you want knowing that you've been a freak? You're going to want to expect this look, this good girl to do all the things you used to. And it's not that you don't expect you gotta, her to do it. But you got you to teach her. cheat on her. But, okay, no. but, do, but most guys, do. but do the most guys have the patience to teach <laughs> at a certain age? Because, like, <laughs> teaching is... Right. Exactly. They do not have the patience to cheat. They will get the good girl, but still fuck the hole on the side. And that is why men will never make sense. You want what you want. You just don't want somebody who you think has a lot of miles of it ran through. When your ass ran through, all the way ran through. You just happen to 
look up and find somebody who's just not on that or hasn't gotten to that point of their life. And then y'all are going to drag her to the point to where now she gonna want to be one of them. Y'all say y'all say them. Y'all. But you know, but you, but you know why? Going to get to the point that they're going to drag her, and then she's going to be like the hoes, and then mm-hmm. you're not going to want, want her no more. Anymore. But you know, so then she's just gonna be a hoe. But you know what though? That goes back to what hoes he just said. Hoes. That's what that goes back to what he just said. Then you want to go, you start dating a hoe, but then the guys can't be cool with understanding they done lost the hood hoe. That ain't yours no more. Let that girl find love. Don't go to that man and be like, hey, boy, you know we used to be spanking that. Let that hoe find love. I mean, but hoes, hoes get married early. Like, they be getting married. Like, Girl, niggas be cuffing hoes. And like, you know what? They do. They do. And, and honestly, I don't see no problem with that. Because the, you think those, it be the good girls that don't really be. Those are the type of men, though. I, I think it has been a shift to where now guys are not so. They don't feel as bad about being with a hoe now because they know deep down inside they're hoes. And let's be honest. Bruh, y'all want a motherfucker to be nasty. But then, y'all. Y'all, y'all want a motherfucker to be nasty, but you want her to be nasty with two bodies. Bro, she ain't learned how to do that fuck with two niggas. Be honest. The bitch got experience. She got mouths. And that's what y'all want. Well, that's what they want. She, y'all. she know how to ride and she know how to, you know, kill. Yeah. But if, but if she a virgin, she don't know how to do that. Now you mad. Well, she she would have caught me when I was like 19, 30, 20s. Bro, it ain't no if she y'all. But if you catch somebody y'all. that young, though. Okay, you catch somebody that young. Now at 19, and you only just humping on that one thing, like down y'all been together for eight years. You ain't even really experienced I, okay, nothing. I, I like I, I I think I think y'all you said that right because you said uh, the nineteen and the early twenties. If you was dating someone, say like a high school sweetheart, right? Yeah. That's all you know. Yeah. By the time y'all break up, probably like the when you was twenty two. Yeah. You about to try to see something. You you trying to find something different. You trying to go in the woods and dig up some things, dog. I think nobody, I think, I think, I think everybody, I think everybody should go through their 20s and just live. I ain't gonna find And find out exactly who you are. In your Woo. 20s, you don't know who you are. 30 is a starting point, is another decade of life when you really know. You have an idea, and not saying the idea of what you want to be, but after 30, you really realize who you are and you understand what you want in life as a partner or somebody you want to build with. I say 50, 50. Some people, some 30s don't know what they, what they still want. They still trying to- They want that, but also the world is just looking so glamorous that you just choose to want to stay out there. Let's just be real. At 30 years old, bruh, a lot of people know if they don't know what fucking job they want, they at least know as a person who they are. Either you a hoe or you are a good person. After 30, cause because 30 hit different. So a lot can't of be good people? Huh? Hoes can't be good people. Mm-hmm. Well not saying that. I'm just saying, like, you know nah, what boss. Nah, yeah, yeah, hoes are good people. Oh, hoes are good people. Like you got you oh. Like, damn, they can't be. I mean, we all good people. Like, I mean, hoes still 
Other niggas steal, regular people steal, hoes. You know what I'm saying? We all, bro, at the end of the day, hoes is just a label. We give somebody just to, to make them feel some type of way. Yeah, like, but at the end of the day, like, let's be real. Everybody is, like, everybody that got some miles on them. Like, bro, right after 30, everybody got some miles. I got my miles on 30, boy. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you feel me? It, it's it, it is what it is. No more, no more car, that, that fresh new car sent him. It smells good. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just, I just felt like we all need to know, know your personnel, and be okay with your your tax bracket and who and who you know you can get. I think a lot of people look at the big, the the Instagram models or the one with the big asses, the fine, quote-unquote, fine dime piece, and be like, oh, yeah, I want that. But no good and well, you don't realize what a lot of people, what they come with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Anybody who has a lot of attention, anybody who meets social media adores, they take that, they use that, and you have to come, they have a, a certain expectation. You like that pretty face. People come to them wanting to give them money. Give them showering with gifts. Want to take them places. They feel like a pretty face, a big ass should just be one. Oh, I should just splurge on you. I should spoil you. You know what I'm saying? But the wombat, you just, you just ashamed of. You know what I'm saying? The girl with the big, the long back. Or the broad shoulders, you know what I'm saying? The big back. Like, it's like, bro, everybody deserve the same amount, bro. It just, I just think society puts a stigma on certain things, and I just feel like that's that's just it's not real. But I mean, I I really <laughs> go ahead, dog. Go ahead, man. I'm still Hey, this man was a lot of us are some Hondas, some Toyotas, and a lot of them are some. A lot of them are some Ford Expeditions. Mm. A lot of some Ford focuses, bro. But My lord. Yeah. Especially some them arms. Trailblazers. Mm. Some trailblazers. You know what I'm saying? Some enclaves. Minivans. Caprice. Oh, yeah. It's some minivans. How about them, uh, them vans they be taking in that port? The 15 passengers. The 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and a couple, it's a couple women that's some, you know, some charter buses. Charter buses. Great time to You know what I'm saying? It's some charter buses. Like, I mean, let's be real. Like, you just, you have these women. Like, a lot of women, when they went to college, they experienced. Like, they experienced a lot of things. A couple of them got the train ran on them. Oh, look. A lot of them went to them, <laughs> them frat parties, woke up with, you know, a lot of things around them. You know what I'm saying? You know, woke up the next morning and tried to pretend like they don't know what got into them, but they know what they did. And you know, and they go, they they keep that tough. And it's a lot of, I think a lot of people too, I think what you don't know won't hurt you. I'm a firm believer that. Like, if, if there's, I feel like we should never, the only conversations that come is your status, your health status, and your sexual preference of do you swing both ways or are you straight? But all your escapades, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody is emotionally equipped. What about that. if you're a sex addict? 
Okay, yes. Okay. You should definitely speak about that. But your sesc page, bro, like nigga, when you was in college and you took two meets, oh. you know what I'm saying? Like I should not, you know what I'm saying? Oh. I should not be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you know I got drunk one time and then I got, you know, the whole, you know, group came out, allowed them to, you know, game it like, like, huh? True, true. Like, you know, a lot of things you need to just keep to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like. Because a lot of men, boy, I tell you, boy, that vagina, boy, like, you find out too many people went up in that vagina, boy. You'll see a man. You'll see a man cry, boy. Like, my lord. Curtains right there, dog. You be like, you had what? <laughs> now you're thinking about the man just wearing so, you out. So, what's what's the bad number for a female? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even worry about numbers, dog. <laughs> Boy, I don't play that game, boy. Like, listen here. They don't worry about numbers because of what? They never. Exactly. 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 Y'all. And I'm transparent with that. I am trans. I am transparent with that. I am transparent. I will not ask you. I will not ask you what your number is because I don't care. If you have accepted me, boy, I accept you. Boy. He said, boy, I accept you. Huh? <laughs> well, out the blue, she asked you how many you touch. Huh? How many you? How many females you came across? Man? If she asked me that, that's it. Yeah, why you asked me? Why? Let's not, but let's not bring up the past. Let's not bring up the past. She asking you in the beginning of y'all the presentation <laughs> what what mother was talking about. Ma'am, did I ask you that? <laughs> Ma'am, did I ask you? So that? you gonna you just gonna deflect? Deflect, yes. deflect. No, I'm not gonna deflect. I'm gonna tell you that's something we don't need to discuss about. Here's my is it, here's my it's health status. Here's my health status. Ever. You're not gonna never discuss no. it ever? No. No. He's not. I'm not gonna never put a number on nothing. Like to your homeboys, you will? I'm uh, uh, yeah. I mean Yeah. Yeah. Have I talked about it in the last few years? No. When, when you were young? Yeah. Now that I'm over 30? No, man. Uh, uh, let that shit go. Let that shit go. Let that shit go. Like, that number thing? Oh, no. Don't tell me nothing. So, Boy, don't even voluntarily tell me that. So, so you gonna ask the number? No. Okay. No. You don't wanna know? Just show me your skills. Right, you would. I would know. I would know, boy. If you, if you know what you do. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a lot of like, it. You just doing one position. I already know. Well, hey, this. I don't know. This one. Listen, work. you can spin around, <laughs> split, cartwheel, two hand. All right, bro, you ain't learning. And even if you you didn't just learn that, that from one guy. Was, um, reading books and that's how she learned. Huh? What page you got to do? Some things you got to she put. She read a manual. You, nah. Unless she read <laughs> a manual ship. Porn is not realistic. It, it comes to, I'm going to be honest with you, it comes from She's a pornologist. <laughs> it, listen, it comes with dealing with someone who is more experienced than you. That, that's what it boils down to. A lot of women, like, yeah, that, that, that experience stuff from this, but oh, Man hole oh, and woman hole. Oh yes, a man hole. Only a hole is gonna please a hole at the end of the day. Like it's like once you hit a certain level of nasty, like that vanilla shit, it's just like you just sitting there like I can't believe I'm setting up for this shit right now when I know what I could be getting. 
And that's male or female. Nigga, nigga, she up there, you just looking at the ceiling fan, man. Now you think it's back to the guy. Damn, well, I remember that next bitch. But see, females would stop it and be like, ah, yeah, I'm done. But see, men, they don't, men don't like to hurt feelings. We got to see it through. Like, we would sit there and go through the torture of mm-hmm. some weak shit. Are you not entertained? Like, <laughs> like we'll see it through. And I think that's our downfall, too. Like, we would cater to a girl's feelings and not hurt her feelings. Like, you know what I'm saying? To be like, damn, that shit was wet. Boy, but we'll finish that shit off. Okay. But a woman be like, uh-uh, this ain't cutting it. So, man, is that you? What? Are you going to stop them in the morning? If you ain't feeling it, yes. Yeah, I believe you. You look like you. Yes. I ain't with you. Mother? When it's over, it's over. Oh uh, man, you don't know, see it through. That's my nigga. You don't know, see it through. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm gonna see it through. You gonna see it through. I'm just. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> you gonna see it. That's that's respect. That's respect, mother. I, I'm not. I know. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna see it through. It just depends on the situation. So, but if he's hurting you. Yeah, now hurting, I can understand. Hurting, like, um, and she still saying, "Oh, so she." No, 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 like, no, like, hurt me. I'm gonna say, get the fuck up out here. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. He probably seen that job on the video. But you but See, I think dealing with it is why they don't know that it's fucking. Yeah, and I think that's real messed up when females yeah, don't tell them. Like, I mean, not, I probably I don't. I ain't gonna say I'm not gonna tell you, but I'm just probably gonna be like, nah, that wasn't it. Like, that's all. But that's hoes don't coach randoms. That's a lie. But, but for you, okay. So I mean, hoes other, 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 So let me tell. You, so let me ask. You, so what you're saying is because you don't tell them how it is. But if that was just a one time thing, when you just be like, hey, look, that that you just hey, this not this not cutting, it, and you get up. Why would you have to really tell them about how they're going? Because at the end of the day, you don't really care about what goes on after that because that was just a situation right there. After that, but in the time being, first of all, if I done got to the point where I'm letting so you gonna see it through? No, I'm gonna coach you while you do it. You're seeing it through. You just gonna coach it through. Okay, well that's different though. No, because I'm not just gonna sit there like, damn, this shit terrible. Just at this point, just take over. Just take over. Yeah, it's even take over. (laughs) Try this. Do this, but all niggas ain't teachable. Now, once you now if you're not teachable, and I'm sitting here trying to coach you into doing something that that is pleasing to me. Now it's okay. This, that was this too much work. Really, yeah, it, it, it's a lot going on right now, and I just think that we're just gonna go ahead and talk to it. Wow. <laughs> what so are you? Hold on, time out. Hold on. Oh, hold on. What are you? Calling the sex quit or are you calling the relationship quit? <laughs> no, it's not a relationship. It's sex. So you saying that you still gonna be in a relationship with the person, but the I'm sex honest with you. I test the waters first. I ain't gonna commit to nothing in church like that. Okay. So on the first night, if it ain't if it ain't good, you gonna go on to and you gonna be legit. Hundred with them, hey. This ain't gonna work. And he gonna ask you why. But what if the dude, he's a good dude though? Well, it depends on how much I like him though. If I like him, I would give so him a second. No, she'll coach him. 
I'm you just say she's a coach. If, I mean, if it's if I like you enough, then yes, I will. But if I'm on the fence about whether or not I like you, but I was just trying to say that mouth doing it ain't doing nothing. Then yeah, that's just it. So he just bite you. He just bite you in the wrong place. God, somebody should have told you better. Oh, I, my lord. Mm. Damn. Woo! Boy, what a Gots way. to be more careful. What a season finale. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, because I really did not introduce myself before I hopped on earlier. Yeah. But hey, guys, you. it's me. Um, that's all I got to say. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Because it's the end. Just, <laughs> definitely just jumped on and just jumped right in there. Who is that? That lady in the back. Yeah. Um, that too, and I feel like people who know that I'm country like that, they know who that is. I know I felt like um, I think I, I I picked the right time for this to close out season one, man. Episode forty. This is episode forty. Forty them things. This is episode four zero. Um, season one, man, and. I have the crew here that, you know, that actually has helped me in the last quarter of this season, man. You guys have been here through it all. I appreciate y'all, man. Be just extra. <laughs> you and mother, you know, and you know, Meg. Finally, guys, I want to let everybody know, you know. Social media, you know, and the pictures. This is the lovely Meg. Thank you. You have been such a, a great help. Season one. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Jizzle, for coming through in February where you should have came in September, but we're not going to speak about I'm that. I'm not going to speak about that. And you know, met at. Hey, Shango. Oh, oh. And you know, um, mother. That <laughs> <laughs> was her face, man. <laughs> mother, definitely, you know, the last, you know, you, you know, you the last anchor in the relay, man. You can't do cut that baton and took off, man. Last leg, boy. She's a runner. You know, well, she, she a is. star. Seen that video. You know, but, you know, I, I want everybody to know, you know, everybody that has had a big, big, uh, played a big part, you know, in this, this creation in season one. Like, you know, shout out to Smooth Cool Kid, you know, I, pre I know. you know, coming through, you know, for the panel. Um, Trey, you know, Trey spent a lot of episodes. Trey spent a lot of episodes on, man, you know, Queen spent a lot of episodes on, man. It's just a lot of people. Shout out to Smooth Cool. A lot of people. Shout out to Ed. Ed, 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 Ed. Uh, Ken. Ray um, Roche, Winging It, Savannah, like a lot of guys. And I mean, a lot of these people that's being shouted out, they've had <laughs> multiple episodes, not just one. You know, Ed and Kenneth had, you know, they came in the beginning, you know, episode. Shout out to, you know, God Amage for the music. Like, definitely from day one, music. 
Like, um, can't forget about Joy or that chicken salad. Joy and the chicken salad, you know. Don't forget about Chief. Chief, you know. Chief <laughs> definitely. Um, who else? Uh, who else? L and uh, uh, Lucius. Lucius, definitely, man. Like for the other, for the other part of the music, also, man. Like it's a lot of people who had a lot. A lot going on, man. Um, to do with the first season, first season, and also, man, the podcast, man, definitely, you know, introducing me to to mother, like for real, for real. And we cannot forget about my motherfucking nigga, Matt. How we say Matt? Oh, Matt, two times. Oh, I did. We did speak about Matt the first time about the uh about the the forty eight laws. Um, but thank you, Matt. Um, both pictures, your two O two lit and your vagina portrait. It yeah. is definitely I love it. It is always on my fireplace, bro. Down like, in the valley, my dog so Matt shot with him with the paintings. Like definitely, man. Um, everybody who's had a big, big part. Like, um, Untitled Podcast, definitely, man. For when I first started. Like, you know, um, I have to go back to where it all started from, where somebody just, you know, boo, when I was, there was an idea and I definitely came and he, he helped your boy out, man. And I, I definitely want to make sure everybody, everybody get their flowers, everybody. So, thank you, know, you. closing out, you got anything you want to say, B? <clears throat> Um, no, man, I'm good, man. I appreciate you for allowing me to come on the platform and give my input, uh, stand beside you, you know, uh, you know, just get me out of my comfort zone, you know, let my voice be heard on many levels, but, uh, it's been a, a good little roller coaster over here, um, for meeting different type of people, meeting me, meeting mother, I mean, I could go on and on, but uh, I'm just ready for season two, man. I just want you to get your rest, get your mind right, because season two is going to be a banger. So I'm all in. Well, uh, I just want to say um, thanks for having me. I know I said it before a couple times before, but thanks for having me. And, never, and you never know like where things might be. You know? Never knew I would have met these beautiful people just by going to another podcast. So it's been real. I feel like we family already. Like yeah, it's only been a couple back. months. You know, she's sick and she she got Y'all don't believe them. I'm not sick now. That's what keep y'all going. These two right here, y'all, y'all just don't know how that group chat. What? <laughs> like, you know, I really just, it has become a family, man. And I, I just, I, like I told y'all earlier, man, just, I know sometimes I am a load to deal with. I already know, but, uh, I, I know, man, but you guys stay, y'all stay down with me, man. And I appreciate all, every time y'all, y'all stay, <laughs> y'all be with your boy, man. I appreciate it, man. Cause boy, man, I had enough. <laughs> hey, but you know, 
<laughs> but you know, like I said, she comes through, man, and no matter what, I ask something, she definitely helps me out, man. Yeah, she may give me back and forth, you know, tell me how sick and I am, but one thing I can say, you and her, bro, y'all definitely, um, y'all help me out, man. Um, it's a lot of people, even behind the scenes, man, that help me with ideas, you know, you know, even you help me with the ideas. Yes. You know, my brother, you know, even, you know, people that even from different states, you know, that, that helped me out, man. Shout out, you know, to Trina, you know what I'm saying? Florida, y'all definitely got down. Florida definitely helps a nigga out down there with a lot of different people. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Bruh, like, y'all definitely, a lot of people help me out. Like, and I want to definitely give everybody their flowers. I definitely want to give everybody. I don't want nobody to feel left out. You don't cry when you don't get it. You don't cry hey, man, this is my first season. This is my first season. Okay. Like, you always skip on the question, man. Just see. What up, man? What up, man? What up, man? Like, definitely. Um, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna definitely we're gonna definitely kick it back off. I will be back in July. We definitely really going to July now. Oh no. See that? July right See that? See that? I was just trying to see what kind of break you're taking. Like, you taking a nap. You might do a bit. I'll be gone for uh, three weeks. Mm. So, mate, I just want to encourage everybody. Just make sure y'all still, even though y'all may not hear from him and everybody else, but continue to do your push-ups. Continue to stay in the gym. Because I don't know about everybody else, but I will continue to do my push-ups. I know I got about, I think I got about 150 left for today. I ain't put my eyes in the group chat yet, but I know everybody else is doing it. I don't think mother put hers in there either. But I actually did mine, but I just didn't post it. You going up to 100? Or are you still at 50? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. This is the rabbit hole, man, in this. Well, hold on. Before you close out, because I didn't get to say any closing remarks, man. I just want to say thank you to everyone who religiously downloads episodes, who follows, who gives feedback, just anyone who interacts with the post, anyone who has anything to do with those numbers going up every week, thank you to you also. Y'all are definitely the fuel behind the fire that keeps this little red man going and running his mouth and it's so appreciated. And um, yeah, we all gave ourselves flowers. Definitely give yourself your flowers too because y'all are definitely the moving force behind everything FWM. So thank you to anyone who hears this, whether it's the first episode, whether you've been following from the beginning. Just a big thank you to yourself. And we appreciate you. We love y'all. And now you can close. Hey, this is episode 40, season one, and we in the rabbit hole, the FWM podcast. With me. I wouldn't mad until the world forgot about me. Best believe I'm back, bitch. Drama, man, it's drama time. I'm still reppin' this track shit. Real niggas I fuck with. From Cali to A-Town. Lose down and straight gangsters. Get down the lay down. Take rounds, they blast off from nightfall to daylight. Hit them up, hit them up, hit them up. Had to put it up in daylight.
from a million Fuck going to jail now I put the daughter in my backpack Take them to school Do's and don'ts, the rights and wrongs I teach them the rules Fuck with real niggas like fucking BG You get your chest full of hoes when you're fucking with me I play for deep, you hit me You should've been killed me Now I'm in the dope Money got me untouchable, that